Welcome to the Competitive 40K Podcast brought to you by Vanguard Tactics. It's our mission to help you play, progress, and perform at this incredible game of Warhammer 40K, keeping sportsmanship and fair play at its absolute core. I'm your host, Dave Colmill, a simple farmer who dreams of being a great sorcerer. With me again is my good friend and VT coach. He's about to show the Las Vegas Open what the Death Watch can do one last time before the Arcs of Omen descend on the galaxy. He's the greatest swordsman who ever lived, the Mad Mardigan to my Willow Offgood, Mr. Michael Costello. Mike, how's it going? Good, thank you. Uh, I'm afraid I, I didn't get that one. Um, you rang a bell. You've never seen Willow. Oh, Willow. Right, okay. I was going to say, I know you've yeah, no, seen I, this movie. I, I think I watched it a long time right. ago. Um, but yeah, and I haven't watched any of the new stuff yeah. for it. The new uh, series is actually pretty good. Yeah, I, I I just I just I just finished up the I just finished up the season with my my oldest daughter, um, and uh, no, it was actually it's it's pretty good. Some of the characters are kind of whiny to start with, but they they mature through the through the season, so it's it's worth it. So and a lot of nice callbacks cool. to the movie too. So yeah, it's a good show. Uh, but we're All here right. to talk about 40k, so let's do that. Um, we got to of course uh, first and foremost acknowledge our fantastic sponsor Siege Studios. If you need anything commissioned painted, look no further than Siege Studios. And don't forget to check on their website for uh, tuition and scheduling for their group classes and their one-to-ones. Uh, I'm actually, I have a one-to-one um, with James tomorrow at uh, three o'clock, which I can't forget because I don't want to miss that. Nice. Um, a guy helped help me uh, dial in my Votan a little bit more. Um, and uh, let's see. So, oh, and don't forget to check out Seed Studios on their Instagram too. They're, I, I get their stuff on the regular and it's all incredible art. Academy doors are closed. New session is now in progress. The next class will start up in about 16 weeks. So keep listening to the podcast to find out when the doors will open again for new enrollment. And in the meantime, if you haven't already, come join the Competitive 40K Podcast Community Facebook page. Password this month is Asriel, as chosen by Mike. Uh, Remember, no password, no answering questions, no entrance. I don't understand why people keep trying to join the group and they they tell me, they they say, (laughs) "Do do you listen to the podcast? No. What's the password? I don't know. Then why are you trying to join the group? No. Okay. Um, and upcoming events. I mean, Mike, we got to talk about it. The, 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 the Super Bowl is coming up for us in a week and a half. Yes. And you're getting on a plane. Yeah, I, I can't You're getting wait. on a plane, what, six days? Flying to Vegas and on Monday, right? Monday, yes, that's right, yes. Six days, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, wow. Um, and I believe there are still a couple of tickets left for the workshop. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, you should, if you have not, and if you're going to be at LVO or if you are, um, even just in the area, get a ticket to the workshop. This is the best, literally the best hands-on 40 K yeah. training and practice you can have. It's a couple hour workshop, totally worth the investment. Um, so yes, please check it out and uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. Um, for if you like all of the uh, podcast content that we're putting out right now. Um, once we get through LVO, we're going to be moving back into some more substantive stuff about sportsmanship, fair play. Mike uh, Mike, and Steve and I have all been talking about some some episode concepts we're going to do. So, and in the meantime, if you want to find us on social media, you can find Steven on on Instagram at, at the Vanguard Tactics. Mike's on there at, at VT underscore Mike underscore. And I'm on there at, at Infantry Lawyer 40K. Uh, and don't forget, you can also go to www.vanguardtactics.com to get more information about the Academy. And don't forget to go to YouTube and check out all the Vanguard Tactics stream games and other content there. Uh, Mike, have you've that boarding action stuff that you guys did was fantastic, by the way. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yeah. Love, love the boarding action. I can't wait to get it. Like I was sort of like, Oh, arcs of omen books. They're kind of like the new psychic awakening. I probably won't bother to pick many of them up unless it directly impacts my faction. And then here we come with space Hulk 2.0 almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're so much fun. It's so much fun. And, and looking at all the combinations and little quirky forces you can make for different armies. I've already looked at how can I do a sisters of silence force at 500 points? How can I do a crew only force at 500 points? Uh, and it's just, there's lots of options there. And of course it is also quite a technical game. So you get to enjoy the kind of minutiae of 40 K. And I would actually say that playing boarding actions will make you better at playing 40 K uh, competitively because you do have to avoid making silly mistakes with parlins, consolidates, target priority, et cetera, et cetera. All right, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, Sean and I watched the, uh, uh, the, the pre-recorded one that you and Steve did. Um, we watched that the other night we were looking at it and listening to it while we were, uh, painting and building. And it was like, cause she's putting together a castigator and I'm trying to finish up the vote. Nice. And so we were watching that while we were doing that. And, uh, it looks so much fun. And yeah, it, it's just, it looks, it looks like a lot of fun and it's cool. Like if you want to play 40 K with a friend, but you don't want to dump out all yeah. 2000 points, the boarding action terrain is awesome. It just looks like a lot of fun. Oh, I was going to ask you, so you can't, you, in boarding action, you can't have vehicles at all, right? That's right. Okay, so no vehicles. None at all. It must be it must be what infantry beasts and swarms or something or. Uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, there are some factions that that do allow you to take uh, specific units in addition, but it is predominantly infantry beasts swarms. Okay. Um, but no fly, no cavalry. Right. Um. Yeah, that kind of thing. That was my next question. Are you able to get your horses into the boarding action? Uh, unfortunately, not. <laughs> Might be a bit difficult riding around in a ship, despite what Star Wars says. Yes, yeah, I would, I would say so. I would say that would be very difficult. But uh, yeah, no, it just looks like a lot of fun, and you know, opening the doors and all that kind of stuff. So it is. We've got more um, recorded games on the way as well. Actually, sweet. It's very, very exciting stuff. Very cool. Because they're quite fast to record. So yeah, and then the it's the good, stream good game this week is another boarding action, right? It's Grey Knights and that's right, Grey Knights and uh, Quins. Quins. Grey Knights and Quins. Oh yes, my God, yeah. Quins in close combat, in close quarters like that would, oh, that, mm. that frightens me. But also the psychic from the Grey Knights is quite a threat to the Quins. So I'm, I think it's going to be a really, really interesting take. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's legit. So, all right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that and no jet bikes. So, haha. <laughs> Since that, that's half of the threat of Quins is <laughs> all their transports and jet bikes. So, all right. But today we wanted to talk about, um, sitting down and talking about the Munitorm field manual. You and I uh, and Steve talked about the, or Steve and I talked about the, the balance update and the, um, mm-hmm. uh, we did a whole episode and then apparently there was an issue with the recording. So we may have to re-record that. So you might hear us talk about balance update stuff that we today that was recorded that didn't get, make it onto the being released on the stream guys. So apologies if we have to go back and do this sort of out of order, but. Anyway, we're going to talk about points updates, and obviously these points updates are not in effect for LVO, but they are going to be in effect um, as soon as LVO is done. And obviously, there's I know there's some events that are already local events, and RTs are already using Arcs of Element, and because the book just dropped on Saturday, mm-hmm. so um, we'll just start at the top. Space Marines, obviously, the 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 word is out; they lost Armor of Contempt. But my God, they got a lot of points rebates. I mean, literally almost every yeah. unit in the codex yeah. 
got some kind of a point drop and some of them fairly significant. Yeah. It's strong. It's good stuff. Strong stuff. Yeah. I, I actually was looking, I, I think my, my death watch list that I ran at LVL last year, that list got something like 310 points back. Wow. Um, my, I, I had an Imperial fist list that I had been tooling around with just, you know, conceptually that thing went down almost 500 points. Like there's some wow. ridiculous points decreases and yeah. Um, so what, what, what do you think are the, are the big winners? What's, what are we going to see coming out of space Marines now? They're, they're probably obviously going to um, come roaring back into the meta. Yeah, I think, um, so some of the big, big winners, not necessarily units, but I think the chapter, t- chapter command, they've all gone down in points. So your chapter ancient, your chapter champion, chapter master, chief apothecary, all of that stuff's gone down in points. And then you combine that with how each of the characters has also gone down in points. Um, you, you, you've made massive savings there. Uh, the, the ever popular chief apothecary now, if you're taking a non-primaris one, sits at 95 points. Which is uh, a steal, absolutely, an absolute steal. Yeah, and if you, unless you're married to that Primaris apothecary model, which I do love mine, but um, unless you're absolutely married to that model, go back and pull out your your firstborn apothecary. He works just as well for healing and bringing the eyes back to life. And at 95 points, that is a lot of efficiency in a in a single little model there, especially when he's yeah, bringing back absolutely. centurions and aggressors and all those other things. Captain in Gravis Armor is a great choice. Nice to see these really cheap at 105 points. Uh, obviously, Thunder Hammers are still plus 10 points for most units. Yeah. Um, and we've had small points drops on things like Librarians, Chaplains. I think it's like 5 to 10 points drops each. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, not the, nice. it's not like any one unit dropped 50 points, but it is the idea that everything went down 5 to 10 points and a lot of units also now you're not paying for the extra add-ons heavy intercessors now coming down two points a model and if you want to give them a heavy bolter it's free so now you've you've got a much more efficient unit there yeah i think they actually were 28 points a model previously might there's something like that which means they've gone down 25 total yes i know i know that it was it was 140 points before for a squad of five plus another 10 for heavy bolters, you were looking at a 150-point squad. Mm. And now they're, yeah, I think you're right. I think they're down to like 125. So there's 25 points. Yeah, 115 now. Yeah, 25 points down. Yeah. Or 35, I guess, if you're taking the big gun. Yeah. And with sticky objectives, they're quite tough to remove, even without armor contempt. I think, I think they are a, a big winner. Yeah. I'm always paranoid about the sticky objectives, even on the, the, the one mission in the book that has that. It's... I'm always hesitant to walk away from an objective, at least not leave something on there just because mm. I don't trust people not to deep strike in behind me or, you know, I, I guess I have deep yeah. enemy deep strike PTSD or something. <laughs> I think, I think the key is leaving like one model on there at least so that if the enemy does come to it and it's contested, it still counts as yours. Right. Um, so that I think is the play, but yeah, you shouldn't really leave objectives alone unless you can't, yeah. can't afford to. But I guess if you, if you, Sticky it with a troops unit and then wander off and then still leave a tank or a dreadnought mm. nearby and you know yeah you're not too bad off. Uh, other big big winners for the space marines aggressors went down in points. Um, mm. Blade guard did not fifteen points yeah fifteen point drop for aggressors ladies and gentlemen yeah <laughs> um, I I hope you like seeing green power armor because I anticipate to see a lot of salamanders come back with you know a couple squads of five flame aggressors 
Yeah. Which in case in case we weren't clear that flamers are bad right now, let's just put them in green power armor, which in fairness, no demonic yeah. save, so there's that, but yeah, with the change to the the doctrines, though the salamanders can stay in tactical doctrine for the entire game and have plus one to wound. Also true with all of their flamers, yeah, and and it's the extra nice. AP and all that. So yeah, mm. flame, flame aggressor squads and salamanders. And frankly, even you know bolter aggressors in something like imperial fists with all their exploding sixes with bolt weapons. That's a lot of volume of fire you're looking at coming. That's at. nasty. Yeah. Yeah, ignoring cover as well. Yeah. Mm. One one big loser I, I we got to call out, and and we have exactly one person to blame for this. Centurion Assault Squads went up in points, and we have exactly one human being to blame for this, Mr. Steven Box, because apparently mm. GW was paying attention at BAO last year and, and all of the copycat lists that came out right after BAO. And so Centurion Assault Squads went up in points for some reason, yeah. even though they still don't have core. They're they're still paying yeah. for the the sins of the past, and now the sins of Stephen Box have <laughs> compounded things for them. Yeah, you see, I told him to take them in the list. He was like, "I'll take Terminators." And I was like, "No, no, 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 Steve, you try these Assault Centurions. I think I think they you know they're going to kick knights. They they could try them out, and and obviously he did. Yeah, and um, he increased the squad squad size to to what I initially suggested. But it is important to note that War Gear is free now. War Gear is free, yes. so. Um, they get hurricane bolters and melter guns, two melter guns each, yeah, and a hurricane bolter each. Um, yes, and I, I was just talking to a student earlier about these in an ultramarines list. Uh, and counting as stationary uh, means that you're firing your full um, hurricane bolter shots at, at great, you know, 24 inches, yeah. with AP one on them. And there's a strat for reroll ones for an infantry unit. So there's this, there is a bit of strat support for centurions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's play for Centurion Assaults in um, Death Watch because yeah. you can flip them in, whether you're doing the um, Army of Renown or not, one way or another, you can flip them into being White Scars for a turn, have them advance and charge, make mm-hmm. up some of that ground that they're otherwise losing. So, yep. and then the next turn, you know, or, or, or alternatively turn them into Blood Angels for a turn. So, you know, I, I think that they still have play. I just still think that they should have core, but that's going to be my gripe until 10th <laughs> edition, I guess, or beyond. Um, <laughs> So, uh, similarly, the um, Centurion Devastators actually came down to points, and their war gear is free. So they're now mm-hmm. an, inc- I think, an incredibly they're they're a unit that needs a second look. Um, yeah, yeah. All in all, uh, some of the dreadnoughts went down in cost. Um, yeah, Terminators. Terminators came down in cost and thirty three points. Yeah, free war gear. I think Hammer Shield Terminator basically didn't get touched by any of the changes. Because um, they never got armor contempt anyway on a shield, uh, they're going to go up in uh, value. Yes, massively. Yeah, and Vanguard vets. Um, I don't know if their their points went down just a touch, and you know, with armor contempt gone, storm shields are are mm. back on the menu for Van vets. So yeah, um, power weapons free on them now. So like swords and axes and things. Yep, which is quite nice. Yep, the uh, yeah, they still they're still paying for heavy thunder hammers or. Um, mm. Thunder lightning, li- lightning claws still a three point buff. Power fists and thunder hammer still paying for. It, but if you want to give maxes and swords, it's free. Um, yeah. Another unit that I think that is deeply underappreciated, um, is, and they've come down to a very reasonable sixteen points per model are reavers. Reaver mm. squads are sixteen points a model, and you're not paying the extra anymore for the grab shoot or the grapple gun. So if yeah. if you want something that's going to be fairly quick moving and just 
run forward or outflank and come in and, you know, switch off obsec on an enemy unit, yeah. being a be a backfield harassment piece. I I think that's, you know, that's eighty five points. Yeah. 80, eighty points. It's not bad. Eighty points for a yeah. Reaver squad. I mean that that's now cheaper even than than an intercessor squad or even yeah. or an assault intercessor squad. So we have acknowledged now that they are not going to be breaking the game, but they can be at, at like you said, at 80 points a, a squad. That's a nice little harassment piece. And with the Arcs of Omen detachments, you're not worried, oh, do I have to sacrifice my judiciary? Do I have to sacrifice my apothecary to put in this throwaway squad of Reavers? No, because the characters don't take up elite slots. They have their own separate little character elite slots. So yeah. you can throw, if you got the points, throw in a five-man squad of Reavers. Um, and then I know you were you were also talking in our group chat about plasma inceptors. Uh, yeah. Um, so inceptors forty points, free plasma incinerators um, or exterminators, whatever they're called. Yeah, whatever. It is. Uh, yeah, forty points for that. That output's pretty pretty cheap. Um, and uh, you know, most space marine armies, I think it might be okay. It probably has to come up a tad. Um, I don't think the exterminators can be free. Let's be real, but. Um, yeah, saying that the plasma and the bolters are the exact same cost, I think that's mm-hmm. a little bit of a let's call it optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Let's call yeah. it optimistic. Um so yeah, plasma inceptors are very good. Um I think the fact that you can take them in kill teams for Death Watch with heavy intercessors, which are also not bad. Um and they'll be obsec, uh, and they can receive all sorts of buffs, um, would be quite powerful. Um and you could if you really wanted to spam them, but don't be that guy. Definitely um, don't be that guy. Yeah. But I think we'll see them in probably every Space Marine list currently. Yes. Uh, at least one squad of five. Yeah. And then uh, land speeders, I think, are also going to, all of the land, all flavors of land speeder are going to need a second look now because all of the um, upgrade weapons yeah. are free now. That's the Primaris yeah. three man speeders and the regular old man, the old two man ones. They're all hmm. very valuable now. I was looking to take in a couple of a couple of just multi melt to land speeders as a as yep. a counter to um, knights before I switched off from playing marines last year, mm. and I think that's still a valid consideration now, especially at sixty points for one land speeder with a multi melt the real cheap with the changes to behind enemy lines for troops, yeah. not for troops, sorry, but for three points for for one yeah. unit. One land speed will do that yep, for you. Well, one land speed will get you three points and then follow on with a Reaver yeah, squad outflanking in. And yep. yeah, you could really, behind enemy lines, going to be a real strong play for Space Marines now. And then I'll follow that up with Outriders. I think uh, 35 points oh, yeah. per model. Outriders are a, a big winner. Yes. Uh, like White Scars Rejoice. Um, I'd even look at these in Death Watch. Yeah. Combat squadding with intercessors. Uh, so they're troops. That means, you know, if you did take behind enemy lines, you could get the extra CP for it because they're troops. You can R&D with five of them because they're troops um, and they're obsex. So you can take objectives if you went shock tactics as well. And five bikes are just going to hit real hard, too. That's a lot of a chainsword attack. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So from a Death Watch perspective, um, they're great. And I think even three on their own for the cheap price of 105 points um, is a worthwhile unit just to tag things up. They're quite tanky, even without armor of contempt. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Um, and then somehow the Firestrike Servo Turret is still 80 points a model. I've never seen one in the wild. I've seen the box <laughs> sitting on shel- on the shelf a couple of times, but yeah. Yeah. The, oh, the Gladiator Tanks, the Repulsor. Oh, okay. Uh, here's my question for you. 
Repulsor mm-hmm. Executioners, 250 points a model. You're looking at 750, mm-hmm. less, than, less than half your list for three Repulsor Executioners. Are we seeing a return to Iron Hands mid-8th edition? Uh, we certainly are, but I don't think with Executioners. I mean, maybe. You probably could with Executioners, yeah. You definitely could see that build. I think a lot of people are, b- are probably building into the Gladiator side of things. Yeah. Um, because the firepower is uh, almost equivalent um, but they're a bit cheaper and don't have the transport capacity. Um, so maybe you'll see one or two uh, repulsor executioners and then a few gladiators yeah. uh, or something along those lines. Yeah, I haven't seen cleaning a gladiator lancer at 125 points. Just I think the lancer is the one that stand, has the really long range gun. That's right. So yeah, And it hits on gun. a two up instead of a three up, I believe. Oh, no, no that's, just, that's the lance yeah. leader. Uh, uh, yeah. But anyway, still 125 points with that long range laser destroyer cannon standing back mm-hmm. and picking off knights that you're going to, you know, there, the store, so there's some, yeah. there's some iron hands lists. that are going to be playing, um, playing Tau. Uh, yeah. The Reaper's insane. 40 odd shots oh, you get from a yeah. Reaper. Um, Valiant as well. 170 for four multi-melter shots and four las cannon shots. That's a steal. Yeah. Um, and then I'd, I would like to highlight a couple of other, um, heavy support units for space Ninja, which I think did get a buff. Um, one of them, not necessarily through points, but through through arcs of omen. Uh, the hell blasters um, going down to thirty points a model each, hundred and fifty points for a unit. Of those um, I think they're fantastic, and I always have thought they've been fantastic. Yeah, I loved. I I ran two squads of them um, in kill teams when it, with my death watch list, and now mm. they're even cheaper. It, it's it's sorely tempting to want to go back to that. And just just for one event, maybe you know, in early Arch mm. of Omen days, just to bust out my old Death Watch list and just get those Hellblasters out for so many more points or for so many fewer points. Yep. And then I'd also like to shout out the Eradicators. And so the Hellblasters and Eradicators benefit from massively from I think one of the subtle changes to Arc Omen, which is that strategic reserves are free because obviously Space Marines you can kill them quite easily now. But um, if it's such a lethal shooting unit like these two units, Eradicators or Hellblasters. And they just come on from reserve and shoot you. Um, that's an incredible amount of firepower that you can just put on the board with no answer. That is true. I hadn't even thought about that. The, the, it, like I haven't even wrapped my head around yet the idea of these. There no no CP cost for for strategic reserves. Like just getting that into my head, I haven't absorbed that yet. That yeah, eradicators, a squad of even three, let alone five, coming in on outflank and just wrecking people because you know normally you think strategic reserve people are coming in and they're looking for that nine inch charge you know maybe with miracle dice shauna you know <laughs> or or you other sisters players or you know luck dice for harlequins whatever eradicators just coming in and oh look i came in nine inches away what's that i'm at my half melter range i'm just gonna roast something that's gonna mm. be very painful for a lot of people yeah so yeah yeah so all right so i think we've we've talked um the only thing that didn't come down and I'm kind of bummed was the the flyers. I know we're kind of moving away from flyers, but... Yeah, uh, with the nerfs that happened to them, it is surprising. Yeah. Um, Storm Talon gunships, I have one. I love that model. The little, the little hover gunship. Cool. It's such a cool model. Mm-hmm. The weapon choices aren't necessarily the best, but it's still a cool model. I would love to have an excuse to put it on the table, but at 165 points, still too expensive. Likewise, the yeah. Hammerfall bunker is down to 100 points still no one will be taking it um maybe if it was uh, impulses are 100 points now impulses are oh i didn't even see that yeah 
and free upgrades. All right, so you can slap the the shield generator on it or whatever. Um, yeah, shield generator. I know some people are talking about spamming the um the orbital bombardment thing. Oh yeah. Um, I forgot that even was so a thing. I think that impulses it. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, especially for mission play because you can jump out after it's um, moved. So yes. Yeah, certainly worth looking at. Yeah. I had to, when I was playtesting my uh, Votan last weekend, I, I kept having to remind myself that I can't move my Sagittars and then have the guys inside jump out because I'm not playing Tau anymore <laughs> with my Strat. So, and the, the Impulsor, that's, it is such an underrated benefit for a lot of people to be able to do that with the Impulsor to move it forward, yep. then jump out, then move, then charge. So, anyway. Um, all right. So, we covered Space Nurse pretty well. Obviously, they're similar points cost. Black Templar's got some nice, um, and Black Temple is already kind of seeming to quietly do well in a lot of events. They won the they mm. won the uh, uh, tournament that I went to last weekend. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, Crusader squads got free upgrades. Yeah, Crusader squads got all their free upgrades, and the the neophytes went down and cost a little bit, a couple of points. So yeah, um, very strong. Blood Angels. I think Mefson went down in points. Gabriel Seth went down like five points. Yeah. But not a huge amount of changes on the HQs. Really. Not a huge amount of changes for those. A lot of the characters and stuff got for a lot of the the the, the major sub factions all went down in points. Um, mm. A lot of uh, weapon upgrades for things like Deathwing Knights, Deathwing Terminators are gone now. So you're not paying. You're not so much. You you kind of got a sideways buff with like Deathwing Terminators because you don't have to pay the extra points for upgrades. Exactly. You can fit so many more in the list now, yeah. and with Storm Shields, they're literally unaffected by the changes. Um, so they're in a very strong place, uh, and with a lot of the uh, jet bikes and the speeders dropping down in points, um, that helps as well. Talon Masters going down 15 points is massive, and we've got to remember that um, the Ravenwing benefit from the Dev Doctrine the most, um, sure. because they get plus three inches of movement, they can advance and shoot, uh, and all sorts of nonsense. So Dark Angel's in a very, very strong place, yep. uh, I think. Um, and like we talked about the death watch, I think you're also going to be in a very strong place. Yeah. Death watch. Uh, I think it could be in a good place. Um, the death watch veterans, I was a little disappointed with the change to their points, uh, just because I like to run some of my veterans really lean with like a bolter and a chainsaw. And that was 20 points yeah. and now it's 27 points to do it. Um, but it's the only real answer they had to, to deal with the problem of so many different weapons. Um, because you know, it's a shame because I'd like to see the shotgun a lot more. Yeah. Because the shotgun's really yes, cool. Yes, it is. But you're never going to take that compared to like a heavy bolter or something. Yeah. Um, and then the Corvus Blackstar changed in points, thank God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably still not making the list, yeah. but um, at least it's cheap. The, the kill team specialisms all came down by about five points too, it looks like. I think they actually went up. Oh, no, Yeah. Yeah, Malleus and Fuhrer yeah. went up to 30. Those were 25 before. Mm -hmm. So it looked like they were... Yeah, they've all they, gone up five. They gave us a discount. Yeah, they went. Up, they all went up five. You're right. Because they went. They came down, and then now they've gone back up. So Yeah, I think that's to offset the amount of firepower you can now benefit from. Yeah. Um, these with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pearl Fist. Yeah, moving on. Great. Uh, characters. A lot of characters. Yeah. Okay. So most of the other chapters just that they're... Points decreases on their characters and yeah. things. Yeah, I haven't really looked a lot at the Space Wolves either, but that looks like they got commensurate. All their specialized stuff all went commensurately down. Yeah, upgrades for free on a lot of units. Yeah. Uh, let's talk Grey Knights. Grey Knights got, I mean, I think, okay, yeah, some of the characters went down in points. That's great. Strike Squads. Mm -hmm. 
Strike squads are now 20 mm. points a model. You're talking about a, a tactical Marine with a full spate of, with better, frankly, all better melee weapons and a full spate of psychic yep. abilities. 20 points a model. Yep. Strike squads are ridiculous now. Yeah. Agreed. So good. They're so points efficient. So points efficient. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're really, really, really good. And even, even their more popular brothers, interceptors, went down in points. Right. Uh, two points each to 24. Which surprised me. I was like, there's no way that interceptors... Oh, yep. No, they did. Mm. There it is. Mm. They were already really good, and now they're better. Free heavy weapons and special weapons as well. Um, so, you know, you can bring them loaded to bear uh, with a few special weapons too. Um, if you wanted to go that route, yeah. I think, yeah. And then the yeah, Grey Knights are the, like, the yeah. Brotherhood, the, the, the regular Terminators for them went down mm-hmm. in points and got free weapon upgrades. So I would be very yep. surprised to not see um, Grey Knights start playing the T-Suns game of putting out a brick of 10 Terminators and then to hold the midboard and say, try yep. to shift us. We've got all the guns but, and all yeah. the psychic abilities and all the... Might even get me to do a boarding actions Grey Knights force because I love Grey Knights Terminators. I think they're fantastic. Yes. They look awesome. I was looking at... Because um, I've got a small... i got about a thousand points of Grey Knights and I was looking at trying to add in mm. some Terminators to, to as the next supplement to them. And na- I was looking at that before the, these points changes. Now, it, why wouldn't you? Yeah. So there is one more hidden change hmm. uh, that I'll mention here. The, the Dread Knights have all now got their teleport um, pack, whatever it is, yeah. for free. Okay. Um, used to cost 10 points, um, but a nice little change means all of them will always have that teleport ability. Uh, and with the change to their secondary, uh, giving them five points for killing an enemy unit, just one, um, after teleporting or Gate of Infinity-ing or Deep Striking, uh, is, is pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah, that does open up a, a nice change for them with... This is why, like, the, the Steve... And you and I were talking before we did our, or um, it was right after we did our, you know, right when the right when the NDA came down uh, for for arcs, mm. and we were talking about how you can't do just the points updates or just the balance update. Like they GW really made sure that arcs of omen, the balance data slate, and the points updates all are synchronous. They all go together. You yep. having one without the other is like having apple pie without ice cream. It's just it's yeah. it's missing something. You're you're not getting the full effect. So yeah. Um. So yeah. So the De- Nemesis Dread Knight on its own. Okay. The teleport packs free. Yay. Ten points. Ah. But <laughs> coupled with their change in arcs of the, to their new secondary, now you got a whole other story. So mm-hmm. yeah. Very cool. Um. <clears throat> again, Stormtown gunship this is another place where i was thinking that they, they would <laughs> that it should come down in points because i've got it i'm like i could spray it into yeah. i can make it a gray knight's yeah. unit no Mm-mm. no i was having a, a chat with someone else about some of the transports like the corvus black star and the storm raven yes uh, and i was kind of like i wish that games workshop had written like a uh, if it's a transport plane then it can start on the board right. uh, so if it was like aircraft transport and then tried to make the the planes slightly different based on on their actual role yeah um because it would be nice to see uh, Storm Ravens again. Yeah. Um, maybe not. Is it Kasserkin that still have the ability to jump out of a Valkyrie? Uh, so any unit can can get out of a Valkyrie during its move. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that I'd have loved to see for Storm Ravens and the core. That's what I think as well. Yeah. And hopefully, um, in future iterations of the game, we'll see something yeah. like that. Because as, it'll certainly make them more playable. Absolutely. Yeah. As as a former paratrooper, I can tell you that we don't jump out of aircraft that are sitting still. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Yeah. Uh, all right. So then we go on to Adeptus Sororitas. Um, mm-hmm. A few of their weapons. They, the, there's nothing in here really. Repentia went up and cost a couple of points. Mm-hmm. I think they went from 14 to 16 points a model. Um, yeah. And then um, Exorcist tanks came down. Um, Mortifier, yeah. Mortifiers are changed, but I don't know by how much. I'm not 100% I know. on that They're either. 55 points a model uh, now. I don't remember, know what they were before. And then yeah. Immolator tanks came down to 90 points. Um, yeah. I like the look of Immolator spam. Yeah. I think that's an interesting way to go with uh, sisters. And I think they also, as an army, benefit massively from free strat reserves, as we mentioned earlier. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, retribute. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, and having retributors come in and even, well, and with, if you are smart with your miracle dice and you save up, because mm. a lot of people, um, you know, are in a rush to score their leap of faith points. And so they're spending their, um, their, yeah. their, um, uh, their good miracle dice early on per turn. But with the change to yeah. leap of faith now, because it is a completely different, they completely restructured how leap of faith works because now mm-hmm. it's not a, how many times can you do a, use a, uh, use a, um, an act of faith. It's a, you just sac- you have to willingly sacrifice one of your dice and the better miracle dice you sacrifice, yeah. the more points you get. So now it's, it's going to really cause people who play leap of faith to restructure how they think with it. But yeah. I, I think that, and I w- was, was, was bugging my wife about this. I'm like, you know, because she was playing with, she always wanted to put her, her Paragon Warsuits into Strat Reserve, but it's really expensive because mm-hmm. just a unit of three of them is a two, two CP cost to put them in Strat Reserve. Yeah. That's not efficient at all. And then if she didn't have the, but now if you sit on and you get that six, or, you know, if you can get a six or at least, or even a five Miracle Dice and sit on it mm-hmm. to help guarantee that charge when you come in from Strat Reserve. Yeah. Now you're talking about something and you're doing it for free. I think it'd be great. So yeah, a lot of interesting changes there. Think, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, also I also think um, you're going to see more of the plus one to charge uh, right of of battle rather than the exploding sixes because if you can get that plus one, it means that you can save your your sixes on your miracle dice for scoring leap of faith, and your fives will basically you don't you only need um, two four equivalents like two fours or a five and a three to make a charge from deep strike. Yeah. Um, because you've got that plus one to charge. So that'll be an interesting way to see uh, how the game changes for mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then uh, that's it. Okay, so that's about it. Not a lot of changes for um, Sorotas. Custodes saw a few changes, um, although it looks like mostly to Sisters of Silence, or actually yeah, exclusively Sisters of Silence. All, their, all the Sisters of Silence stuff came down in cost. I think I'm going to play some custodies because of these points changes uh, over the next few months. Yeah. Because um, I love the Sisters of Silence models. Um, so I'll probably be running a very heavy Sisters of Silence element um, with the, the usual custodies. And as we know from the balance data slate, um, core infantry for custodies are going to get obsec again. Yes. So you're going to have... And with Arx of Omen. Yeah. So that means the that includes the Witch Seekers, right? The Fast Attack Sisters? Uh, sadly, not... Um, Anathema Sycana. Oh, okay. I thought they had core. They do have core, but the uh, Sisters of Silence in the, the book don't actually have the Adeptus Custodes keyword. Oh, that's right. That's right. They have the Anathema right. Sycana yeah, instead. Have it. That's right. Yes, they only have it to count as being legal for the detachment. Okay. So that's about it. for. And then uh, all the assassins came down 10 points, which kind of mm-hmm. cool. It's nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still hoping that maybe in, in one of the ARCs books we'll get some and some better rules for the assassins or at least re-release the the old ones because unless you Mm -hmm. have 
whatever book it was. I, was, I think it was one of the um, uh, Psychic Awakening books that had the most recent rules for the assassins. So yeah, it might be. But anyway, um, I, and then Astro Militarium, no changes there because they just got their codex. Mm-hmm. Um, Admac, another big winner here. Oh wow, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not even sure where to start. Okay. I mean, first off, let's let's put it put it let's let's remind everybody. Cataphron Breachers and Cataphron yeah. Destroyers all now have the core keyword. For some godforsaken reason, mm-hmm. they didn't in for the last almost two years since the Codex came out. Now they've yep. all got core. And yep. a lot of their guns are cheaper now. Or, or they got the, I think, yeah. a couple of their add-on uh, We got, add-on we got five of Pimvan now on um, Rangers Vanguard. I think the Cataphrons have the five of Pimvan too. Uh, then Iron Striders and... Uh, Sidonian Dragoons have a fire up in Vun. Uh, I think there are a couple more units I've missed as well that get it. Um, but that, in addition to a bunch of things going down, uh, is fantastic. And I, I don't think I can um, overstate quite how easy some of the new Admech secondaries do seem to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're really good. Castle and Robots are now down to 85 points a model. And I know you say, well, gee, why, why do we care? We never see them on the table. Because for some godforsaken reason, we never see them on the table. But I, when I, I, I played against Paul Murphy from Forge Narrative, um, he lives not too far away from me, and we played a game earlier this year, and he brought five Castle and Robots, and I could not kill them. How people have not <laughs> tapped into Castle and Robots to just, they're, they're like Terminators on steroids. How we don't see an Admech army list with five castle robots just parked on a middle objective mm. and saying shift us please i don't go i don't know i don't understand they're amazing <laughs> so i mean I, I had eradicators shooting into them couldn't scratch i might have scratched the paint on one of them metaphorically yeah so that right there i think i i'm i'm hoping to start seeing more castle robots on the, on the table because they're a cool model and they're a yeah um they're 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 just really good and at 85 points a model i think they're gonna be very efficient so for me, uh, a, a big one here, because I love the model, is the Onaga Dune Crawler. Um, yeah. 100 points for anything you want on it. A neutron laser. Yes, please. I think that's like 25-point reduction. Yeah, a neutron laser on a toughness 7, 11 wound, 3-up save, 5-up invun chassis um, with a massive base to screen out the back of the field. I love the fact that three Onaga Dune Crawlers is 300 points. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's fantastic. Rust Stalker's cheaper now as well. Uh, Admech, just massive overall winners. Yeah. Um, Huge. Loads of points things. Expect to see them a lot more in the arcs, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think sp- they they looked at, you know, the percentages for Space Marines and Admech were the two factions uh, uh, that were languishing the most in tournament play, and they got a lot of love. So, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I'm, I'm expecting to see. Now, we, unfortunately, we won't with the new rules. We won't be seeing the return of Admech bombers, but everything else no. we'll be seeing. So, all right. Knights, Imperial Knights. I don't think we saw many changes. No. If any, no changes. I didn't see anything. And there might be like the, the, for those few of you who haven't looked at the points update list that GW released, if it's doesn't have a points listed, um, then obviously it's free. But the problem is, is that unless you have the Imperial Knights codex memorized, which I don't, um, I don't know what's not here. So um, mm. I, I wish they'd just put like plus zero or something so you could see what was specifically free, but it looks like everything is still the same. Imperial Knights are unchanged. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Inquisition for the few people that care. No changes. Um, all right. <laughs> and then Chaos Marines. You're going to, you, you know, okay. this book obviously way better than I do because you've played it. Um, Abaddon went up 50 points. Thank freaking God. Good. Thank the yeah. Lord. Get him out of there. He's, he's entirely too ubiquitous. And combined with Ark's rules, we won't see him combining leading demons and, yeah. and walking the it's walking the dogs on ebay yeah <laughs> yeah which i mean i wouldn't mind picking up the model it's a cool model i'd, I'd enjoy painting it but i just am so tired yeah. of facing him on the table all right um hell brutes so there's a few changes here that are basically free upgrades yeah right now the chaos lord the terminator lord the um exalted Champion, actually, the champion didn't change. The sorcerers of various types, all of their upgrades are now free. Okay. Um, so you, you, if you want a reroll on your psychic that used to be five points, it's free now. You want a combi melter, that's free. Um, any sort of weapons you want on your Chaos Lord and Terminator armor, completely free. Um, so that's fine. That's good. That's a nice change. Um, the Marks of Chaos, this one is important to talk about, of course. Yeah. Did the Slanesh one go up or down? Up to 20 points. So, um, yeah, so up 20 points, um, which has a significant impact on the Emperor's Children build because everything that can take it has to take it. Um, so you're looking at quite a significant increase across the army. Now, does that, does that mean that Noise Marines have to pay 20 points per model or 20 points per unit? No. Okay. No, so no, Noise Marines get it inbuilt for free. Okay. So Noise Marines are actually a big winner from this for Emperor's Children. Okay. But but if you're playing Emperor's Children, any other unit you play has to you have to mm-hmm. pay twenty points per unit for the mark. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Um, I think it's a fair change. I think it it was obviously quite powerful compared to the other marks. Oh yeah, biggest change of Chaos Space Marines, Dave. Biggest change, Legionaries. All their war gear, bar the tome, is free. All of it. So all the heavy weapons, all the everything. Yes. Yeah. So power fist, plasma pistol on the sergeant, free. Icon, free. Uh, heavy chain axe, free. Reaper chain cannon, free. Um, that hurts. It's a good time. Yeah. It's a good time for legionaries. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's a good incentive to bring back Black Legion, too, I think, because of that. Yeah. Agreed. Definitely. Cast Terminators, it's, they're 36 points a model now. Is that up or down? That's up. So they were 33 before. Okay. Um, 36 now. Uh, I don't. I'm not 100% why, but um, they were being spammed. You know, you'd always see this 10-man brick yeah. with Mark of Slanesh. Um, so effectively, 10 of them now has gone up 30 points base, uh, plus 5 for the Mark of Slanesh, and then also plus 5 on whichever caster was going to give them the Feel No Pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're looking at a net increase of about 40 points okay. um, for that unit. And of course, the entire army's lost Armor of Contempt. So yeah. Um, should be able to deal with Chaos Space Marines a bit hard, a bit better now. Yeah. Um, I was meaning to ask you, and maybe because this yes. might help a lot of people. The Chaos Terminator squad that everybody always, we always see on lists, ha- always mm-hmm. has that black rune of something. What mm-hmm. does that do? Uh, it's minus one to wound uh, while the bear is still alive. So you upgrade the sergeant and um, they make their entire unit minus one to wound okay. for range, for melee, everything. Got it. There is a, a small effect on psychers as well, uh, but it's kind of negligible. Got it. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, and then um, Hell Brutes—they put the Twin Laz Cannon at plus ten points. Is that a decrease? I guess. Uh, yeah, it's a decrease, and all the other war gear is free. Yeah. for the Hell Brute, which is which is nice. Which is nice. So you can stick it out there yeah. with a plasma cannon or a multi melter for free, mm-hmm. and the yeah, I still want to get one of those models and stick it in my son's T son's list. Uh, the, it's the, a cool the model. The interesting thing for me is 
Um, so dreadnoughts for space marines have had this buff as well. Uh, but like the heavy flamer underneath the claw right. was like always five points, yeah. and you could never justify it. Right. But now at least you can take it, and it's free. Uh, it just gives them a bit more, you know, power. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Is that it? Uh, oh no, we got so oh, camp predators. Um, yeah. So got a little bit of cheaper las cannons yeah, on las predators, cannons. and if you take heavy bolt responses, they're free. Any um, upgrades like the combi flamers or combi melts on the top of the tank. All the Havoc launches, they're all free now as well um, for like the Land Raider, Predators, Vindicator, Defiler, all of that stuff, all free. Okay. And then did Obliterators, did they used to have to pay some point upgrade for their weapons? Uh, no. Okay. no. So they, they, they have actually stayed the same. Okay. I've heard people talking about wanting to bring more Obliterators now, and then I was looking, and I'm like, there's it just says 90 points a model, and there's nothing under it. I didn't know if the, some of yeah, their weapons so got cheaper or something. I think people are looking at it for the behind enemy lines possibilities because it's one 50 mil base potentially for one obliterator. Oh, okay. Um, and behind enemy lines is obviously very good now. So Right. For screening um, purposes, you mean? No, for deep striking in because oh, they can deep okay. strike. So it's quite hard to um, screen out a 50 mil base. Got it. Because um, it's just one model. Okay. So using them to, to get you points. That's the general idea, I think. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Nothing else. Yeah, nothing else seems like to have changed there. Death Guard got similar. They got their predators got a little cheaper. Um, their Plague Marines got cheaper as well. So 190 points for a unit of 10. Uh, remember their war gear is still free. Yeah. Um, I. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, Death Guard aren't doing amazing. They weren't before the changes. Right. Um, so we'll have to see if this changes anything. But 190 points for a fully upgraded. Plague Marine Squad is pretty nuts. Don't tell that to David Turner. <laughs> um, nothing. Okay. Oh, oh, Chaos Spawn came down from 23 points a model to 21 points a model. Huzzah. Nice. I'm, nice. Blight Lord Terminator's uh, weapons and upgrades are free. Yeah. That's nice. Yep. So, uh, Foul Blight Spawn, slight points change. Plague Surgeons are uh, down to 70 points a model. Not bad. Tallyman's down to 65. Not bad. Um, hmm. the miasmic malignifier, the, the fortification for the death guard is now down to 65 points. Um, yeah, so that's all right. it's 35 points less than the hammerfall bunker and still five times more useful. Um, yeah. <laughs> I actually played against one. I think it was at, at Lone Star this year and it, it was interesting. And it, if, if you, I think that's one of those Units that if you play it a lot and just become familiar with how to use its abilities, I think it's it's an underrated unit. Yeah, I think it's a yeah, very underrated so. unit. Yeah, Mortarian still four hundred fifty points. Thank God. Um, <laughs> all right, T Suns, one of the great, um, one of the great uh, sin committers right now in the in the uh, meta. Mm. Didn't really get a lot of changes. They got, I mean, Defilers came down for them too, just the way they came down for um, yeah, the other chaos. Yeah, it's not a huge amount. Yeah, Mutalith Vortex the main beast, never seen it. Bit cheaper. Yeah. Um, the the big change for, I mean, yeah, I don't. Rubrics are still paying for their Soul Reaper cannons. Scarab Occult mm. still paying for everything. Yeah, I don't see anything. Um, oh, it looks yeah. like Rubrics are not paying for, and neither Rubrics are not paying for the Icon of Flame now oh yes yeah yeah what good spot okay so that's that yep, there's that free now um but other than that uh you know obviously the the great sin for the thousands right now is they're allying with mm. 
flamers, which they're still going to be allowed to do in arcs. So, yeah. but we'll get to flamers and they're, you know, obviously we, we talked about them yeah. a little bit in the balance update. I think, episode. I think there's free upgrades on some of their characters as well. Thousand sons. Um, Oh yeah. 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 The, let's see the, the Legion command upgrades don't look like they've changed at all. I, I know no. them slightly well. Um, it didn't look like any of those changed. No, I think that's it. Yeah. Demon Prince still paying for his demon axe or his sword. So, okay. Yeah. Nothing else really changed there. Zangor Shaman are a little cheaper in case you want to bring him for, to be a psychic action monkey. Hmm. So, all right. Uh, world leaders. We, n- nothing moving on. They're, they're going to have a yeah. codex. I'm, I'm going to guess. I know you can't say anything cause you're NDA, but I'm going to guess in my ignorant sort of way that we're going to see world, world leaders right after LVO. So what with the previews we've been getting now on Warcom, mm. uh, which is nice. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to, I know as much as they're going to <laughs> run me off the table, I'm excited to see them on the table. So, uh, one of my good friends, um, is a first sergeant, um, uh, Ken Purvis. He's down at Fort Benning and we talk all the time and he is such a world leaders fan. I'm, I'm excited for him to get him this new code. So. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, demons, corn, the indomitable onslaught. I think it went up to 50 points. Up at least 25 points. Yeah. Uh, up to 50 points. That's the wound uh, gating one, right? cap. Yeah. That's the one. Yep. That's the one, yeah. Um, which is fair because it was taken instead of any of the others all of the time. Oh, yeah. Universally. Yeah. Universally. Uh, yeah. Um, Karanak went down. Karanak went down a little bit. Went, Blood Crusher's down 5.6. Which I didn't get. I've never seen Karanak in a list, but he's he's a really good unit. Like, he's a... He's, he's a yet. really interesting harassment piece, and I just nobody's taken him. Um, it looks like Fleshhounds went down. Blood Crushers, do they go yeah. up or down? Down, down. They were 45 before. They're okay. now 40 each. Got it. So um, nice 120 points yeah. instead of 135. I, I think that, that makes them definitely playable. Yeah. Um, Skull Cannon, I think, has gone down as well, which is nice. Yeah. Still haven't seen one on the table, but maybe we will. <laughs> um. Zinch, Lord of Change got punished and went up. Mm-hmm. Um, Fate Skimmer went up a little bit to 150 points. Yeah, 10 points. Yeah. Pink Horrors came down. That's good. Yeah. That's good. They, you, would, you would never see them, really. Yeah. I, I still don't think we will. I think if they came down to 120, we might see them. But, but yeah. I don't think, yeah. I still don't, don't think we'll see them. Um, and then Screamers, they're at 25 points a model now. I don't know what they were before. They were 30. Oh, okay. So 75 points for a unit like that. They've got an ability where they can um, teleport. Right. Basically. Um, so again, a good behind enemy lines unit. Yeah, great behind enemy lines unit. Fantastic yeah. for it. Especially um, with their demonic yeah. save. Yeah, they're going to be... I, I yeah. will be surprised if we don't start seeing a lot of screamers in demon lists. An exalted um, ability for Zinch's Master Mutator has gone up about 10 points. Uh, so that used to do extra mortal wounds to anything that had suffered mortal wounds already. Oh, that's, that's right. That's a nice little... little um, cap on the how nasty that can be yeah yeah let's try to limit that thanks very much uh all right <laughs> nurgle um rodigus and the the great unclean one came down a little bit yeah and then plague bearers came down a little bit 20 points plague yeah. bearers down 20 points it says beast of nurgle beast 70 down 10 beast of nurgle 70 oh the, oh they were 80 okay i thought they were always seven mm. but i guess i just see nurgle in seven and assume it's handed <laughs> um and then Plague Drones down to 40? Yeah. Yep. yeah. They were 45 right. before? I think so, yeah. 
yeah. so yeah, good changes. Yeah, good changes. We should see a little bit more Nurgle on the table, and then Slanesh still the I maintain the least represented and tragically least represented of the demon factions. Mm. Um, uh, Seleski down to one eighty. Um, yeah. Fiends are down to thirty. So we should see mm. hopefully some more of them, and then see the seekers. We will actually. Yeah, fiends are very good at thirty points. So each. fast, fiends are so fast. Mm. They're beasts, so they can move through walls. Yep. So, all right. Um, moving on, chaos knights also no changes. Um, Azriani, um, I don't know the the book well enough to know the changes. You want to summarize it? The Farseer went up uh, ten points, I believe, both variants, and the Warlocks went up five points each, both variants. I believe that's the only changes. Oh, sorry, the Wraithguard D scythes are ten points now. Okay, uh, but I can't remember which way that's gone. What's a D Shroud Runners? D scythe is like a um, the melee weapon. It's almost like the the flamer on the little Wraithguard. Oh, okay. Got it. It's like D3 shots. Um, the Shroud Runners, the Ranger Bikes. Right. Down five points. Uh, that is a massive win for them. I think we'll definitely see more of them now. Can Because that's the Ranger bike, can they score the secondary the same way the Rangers can? Or is it just the, the actual Rangers that do it? I'm pretty sure they can, yeah, because they've got the Rangers keyword. Okay. So uh, And they can do it in, your own, in the enemy deployment zone. Right. Uh, so there's definitely a shout for taking them uh, doing that action and getting behind enemy lines with these. Yeah. Uh, 90 points a pop for a unit. You know, they've got three scatter lasers in the unit. Um, they hit on twos. They're not shabby at all. Right. Uh, these guys. Yeah. Okay. They're good. Uh, Swooping Hawks, I'm assuming that's an up to 25 points a model? Yes. I think they might have actually been 20 before yeah. Before that. I, I'm, uh, so I'm only assuming points. that they went up because they're such a criminal in the meta. Mm. They had to get yeah. punished. Yeah. So... You're getting a few less sweeping hawks um, for your buck, but they're still, of course, great because yeah. you can't target them, basically. The one that surprised me is Baharath still 160. Yeah. I feel like... He, I mean, that is a lot of points, isn't it? For uh, Well, it's not a, enough. Because Baharath <laughs> is ubiquitous. He's, he, is, he is the Abaddon of Eldari. So... Yeah. This is, yeah, that's fair. Dark Reapers went down. Okay. 130, 135 I points for five. think it's going to make any difference. Probably not. Uh, Web Brigade went up 20 points. As it should. As it should. Yep. I think that's also to account for the fact Strat Reserves is free now. Yeah. Also, if, uh, if for anybody going to LVO and playing Eldari, if you show up and you have your Webway Gate glued together um, so that the arms of it are crossing and it takes up a much smaller footprint, we're just going to, everybody's just going to line up and slap you. Don't do it. Um, Quinn's Mirror Architect went up to 60 points. Yeah. Um, but it did regain its original ruling. Yeah. Um, because the balance state slate doesn't include the ruling on it anymore. And the same for Harvest of Torment, which has gone up to 40 points. Yeah. So they're, they're back to their original power, but you're getting, you're, you're paying out the nose for them. And then Harlequins <laughs> otherwise didn't get touched because the balance data slate touched them by taking away their... Mm four up interval and making it a five up so Oof. that's yeah. ouch uh i mean pour one out for harlequins they we may not be seeing them much after lbo um and as much as as much as they are annoying to play against i don't feel like harlequins players needed i mean they worked so hard to paint all those little checker marks and all their stuff they did they so i think they're still good i think they're still good i think we'll still see them in the hands of experienced players 
um, but they're not a beginner-friendly army. Yeah, the the they're yeah. going to be a much higher. They're a high skill ceiling, high skill floor uh, mm. faction now. You're going to need to be. Yep. You you can't play sloppy with them anymore. No. That used to be. I think that's the. I think that's the big thing is that with Quinn's having a four up invong for the entire army, there was room for sloppy play and still yeah. making out. Now. Sloppy playing is not going to carry you nearly as far. You're going to have to be real careful with your movement. You're going to have to be real cautious with everything you do. So, yep. which frankly, a, a, a unit that is based on that much speed and that much um, finesse should be a high skill army. So, not yeah. I'm not entirely mad about it. But Drukari, did Rax go up or down? Up. They went up to nine point. points a model. Okay, by yeah. by one point a model. Yeah, yeah, I believe oh, so. Okay. Yeah. So Manny's list is now. Got as fifty less, twenty racks. less racks. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right, um, witches are down to ten points a model, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the homunculus is eighty points. Does he go up or down? He's gone up. He's gone up. Okay. Mm. All right. So um, a little bit of a points touch on Drakari. A little bit of a bad touch to get them to ease off mm. the the rack spam. Um, uh, and the beastmaster went down a few points. Never seen one on the table. Uh, no, you probably still won't, to be honest. Um, all right. Uh, there might be some free upgrades that we've missed. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I don't think there's much on that front. Yeah. Uh, the Succubus has any weapons that she could have got for free. The Archon, likewise, any weapons for the Archon are free, like your Blast Pistol. Oh, yeah. And the and the, the Husblade's a relic, but the, there's a sword that I think that you had to pay points for for the, the Archon. You, no, no, you're right. The Huskblade, uh, the relic is called the Jin Blade. Oh, that's it. Yes. So the Huskblade yeah. is free now for the Archon. So that's not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we, I haven't seen an Archon on the table in forever. You see, I, I played Drakari last weekend, um, and mm. they had a uh, uh, there was a there was a two succubus. It was a two succubus list, but obviously competitive edge and the triptych whip, and then the other one. Yeah, um, but no Archons, and that's kind of too bad. And of course, Drazar, as as always. Mm. Um, <laughs> all right, nothing else changed. Void Raven bomber, no changes, and we will definitely not see one again. Now. Um, no. All right, on to my beloved leagues. This hurts. Well, my list went up ninety points. I have I, I have come up with a with a conditional change because with arcs I don't have to have three troops units anymore, so I'm just gonna have to drop a squad of Hearthkin warriors, and then with a couple of other little tweaks, I'm actually gonna bring in three of the Thunderkin with bolt cannons. Yeah. I'm gonna see what that. Nice. I'm gonna try to switch that. So that's gonna be my 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 post LVO arcs of Omen change to to test that out. The Call went up 10. The Iron Hair Champion went up 10. The Grimnir went up 10. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Mm. Hearthkin Warriors all came up one point a model, which when you're ro- rocking 30 of them, that's 30 points, folks. And then Chthonian yeah. Berserkers went up uh, three points a model. Ouch. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and then the Hecaton Land Fortress went up 10. So, um, yeah. L- some, some Broke here went down one point? But, uh, yeah, I think it was one. Yes, I think it was one yeah. point. Broke The Thunderkin went down one point a model. So, yay. Okay. A squad of three just saved you three points. Woo! Um, <laughs> that's about it for the changes. No no free war gear here. Move on. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah. T- Vleagues of Votan continue to, I feel like, get punished for having a reputation that they have not yet lived up to. Yeah. So, I understand that the, hec- the, the, the two Hecaton Land Fortress list was kind of a problem. And I understand the yep. Chthonian Berserkers. I, I don't disagree that they were under-costed at 30 points a model. 
Kedonian Berserkers with built-in fight on death and all that. Mm. Although I will say that with only a six-up armor save and a five-up feel no pain, they die kind of easy. So if they you're do, not yeah. real careful with m- movement, they're just going to get shot by bolters and they're dead. So yeah. um, they're, they're just... I have a, to wonder... At, Sorry, go on. Yeah, well, at, a, at 160, now they're... Um, now they're, yeah, 165 points for five. That's a very expensive glass cannon. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, I have to wonder if freeze strap reserves helps any of the units like Thunderkin um, really shine, it, maybe. It might help with the Thunderkin, and I will definitely I will definitely report back to you on that um, after we get back from mm. LBO. Um, but it's not going to help Thunderkin Berserkers because <laughs> they'll never make a nine-inch charge. I mean, unless you're just really lucky. Yeah. So... Um, Anyway, so that's that's leagues. Um, I'm just gonna. I, I won't waste the rest of the episode whinging. Um, Krons, Krons barely got touched. Necron Warriors came down a a point or two. Two two points. Yeah. Uh, you might see the silver tide back. Yep, death marks came down in some cases. Yeah, um, nice. Yeah, silver tide. I wouldn't mind seeing silver tide come back because it's a yeah. The, it's it's, quite, it's very thematic. Cool thematic. It's thematic. Thing. It's so yeah. thematic. So um, yeah. everything else sort of remained. As is, um, mm-hmm. I think there's a slight. I feel like Scorpec destroyers had to pay extra for the the fourth model of every three or whatever that had the the big chopper. Oh right, yeah, maybe. I think that might might yeah. have been a, a quiet change. Everything else, uh, track stalkers yeah. came down on nice. the table. Uh, came down, I think, on ten points. You're still not going to see them on the table. Yeah, tomb blades went down. Tomb blades went down, and I think they're deep now. render appreciated. Um, uh, agreed. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I saw pretty much nine in every single Necron list uh, with Nephilim because they were obsec and they could do the action straight away. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why they've gone down, but uh, well, it's, it's yeah. here in the US. I didn't see them much. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I did not see a lot of them in in a lot of and and they're so fast that um, mm. yeah, I I would have I was expecting to see them and never did. Um, Ghost arcs came down. I think like five Doomsday arcs. Yeah. Down to one forty-five. Oh, the monolith's a big winner here. It is monolith's a big winner down to two seventy. So I think that's there's um, there's definitely an argument now to 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 play a monolith. I think we're going to see more monoliths. There were three hundred before, but then you had to pay ten points, I think, for a yeah one of the gun upgrades, doomsday cannon or whatever it was, and you had four of them, so you saved almost seventy points already. Yep. Yeah. Now the guns Um, are free, and it's a two seventy for the model. So definitely. Yeah. The the monoliths time in the time in the sun may be back. Uh, the convergence yeah. of dominion, the fortification down to eighty points. Still won't see it. Don't even know what it does. Mm, don't even remember. Uh, <laughs> orcs. Mm, couple boys are boys got a couple of uh, minor tweaks on their costs of some mm-hmm. of their add ons. Knobs, same thing. Some of their their kill saws and stuff. I think are cheaper. Yeah. Now. So the big choppers free on knobs now. Okay. Uh, which which isn't insignificant, given that Armor of Contempt's gone. Orcs have got a lot, lot more power back. Yeah. Uh, into the army, you know, choppers are AP one base, um, and the sh- even the shooting version of Orcs um, now with the the speed war giving them the extra AP on all their shots. That's a lot more threatening as well. Hmm. Okay. Uh, flash gets. I don't remember what those do. They're the shooty ones. The the big boys with guns. Oh, okay. Okay. No, nice to see they're a bit cheaper. Okay. Yeah. So they're they're down so at twenty right. points. The Gorkonaut and Morkonaut, I I've never even seen those. 
Um, Killer cans are a little bit cheaper now. I, th- I think they're 30 points. They're more. about 10 points cheaper, okay. actually. All right. Um, and I think they're one of the, yeah, definitely a big winner from the uh, Orc changes. Okay. Because they're not half bad. Yeah, I'd expect to see a lot more of them as well. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Tau. Um, All right. Commander in Crisis Battlesuit. It looks like the the commanders, Cold Stars and Forces, they all went up 10 points model. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethereal went up 10, I think. I think it went up 10. Probably about right. Uh, Crisis Bodyguards, Crisis Battlesuits went up a couple points a model. The Crew have gone up a point per model. Crew went up a point a model because they were they were entirely too cheap of an object unit at six points a model. So they're up to seven points. Yeah. Um, and then that is about it. Obviously, the uh, LVL will be the swan song for the Tau Sunshark Bomber. Not because mm-hmm. the points have changed, but because with the new rules, they're just, you will get two bombing runs in the entire game, once in turn three, once yeah. in turn five. And that will be the about the end of that. So, mm-hmm. um, Ghost Kills, still no change in their points, and I think that's a crime. Um, I'm also <laughs> surprised with the return of the Triptide. I'm surprised that we've we've gone, you know, we've gone back to seventh, eighth edition with triple riptides. I'm surprised that riptides didn't go up in cost, but they did not. So that's about it for the change in Tau. And then NIDS. Tell me a story mm. about NIDS, because I'm not gonna know what changed and what didn't. Um, okay. So uh, a lot of the mostly abused units uh, went up a lot in points. Um so the Neurothropes up ten, old one eyes up some more. Um I don't know the exact number, I think like 10, 15. Turvagon is up 15 points, I believe, uh, which is a lot. Uh, and then the Winged Hive Tyrant has gone up, I think, about 15 points as well, which is fair, right? Because it's an incredibly powerful model. Oh, yeah. Warriors. This is where things get interesting. Um, so Warriors as a base points cost didn't go up. They're still 30 points model. However, if you want dual bone swords, you have to spend 10 points. And if you want a Death Spear, you have to spend 5 points. So the traditional build of warriors in their bricks has gone up 15 points. That's a 50% increase um, for Tyranid Warriors. Yeah. Which means if you're spending 500 points on warriors, you're now spending 750, uh, which is an insane uh, increase, but rightly deserved, in my opinion. Yeah. Just makes me feel bad that I advised Shauna when she was building her first squad of Tyranid Warriors to put double dual bone swords on. I kind of feel bad now. I'm going to be like, you know, can you break one of those off and put on the flesh, put on the uh, the whip? That might be the, sorry. They're still good. Yeah, they're no, still they're good. still good. It's, it's, it, and she's not going to be spamming 15 of them, so. No. Um, yeah. Uh, Gene Sealers sadly didn't go down. I kind of wish they did, but. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Especially for, for uh, with um, boarding action, because, you know, these, all, the, all, the, all these points apply to boarding actions too, and mm-hmm. seeing Gene Steelers a little bit cheaper on the board, on boarding action would have been nice. Um, uh, the Turvagon, did it go up or down? Turvagon went up. Went up. Okay, yeah, about fifteen points. That's, yeah, that's the other one that Shauna yeah. just bought. <laughs> um, <laughs> Her, I'm just gonna still be... still fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still really, yeah. and it's just a cool uh, model. Um, nothing's gone down. I'll say that. Oh, now. Okay. nothing's gone down. All right. Yeah. The, uh, the Trigon went up to one sixty. I'm surprised. I haven't seen one. I yeah, that surprises me as well. Um, only real. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's very difficult to justify that. Because uh, there's a stratagem for them to have a unit follow them from Strat Reserve, and Strat Reserve's free now. Um, but I still don't yeah. know whether that justifies 
uh, raising the points costs. Yeah. Ravener's going yeah. up to 45 points a model. Totally Definitely. justified. Totally justified. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Tyrant Guard, a 45 points a model now. Yeah. Um, that's quite expensive because if you want to take a Hive Tyrant, you probably have to take Tyrant Guard. So the whole package is now like 500 points or something. Yeah. And and um, it, and that's going to be less... You're going to see... I think even more so, you're going to see less Tyrant Guard because of the change to the strat. The... Um, it's not Onslaught. What was the strat that... Uh, overrun. Overrun. Yeah. With the Overrun strat yeah. changing that it only works on core, you can't have your Hive Tyrant or your Wing Tyrant, tyrant go flying back to the... Yeah. To the guard. <laughs> you're gonna, otherwise, you're going to... The old tactic yeah. for those five people that didn't see it in an event where winged hive tyrants were kiting their um their tyrant guard flying out murdering something and then flying right back and cowering behind the tyrant guard and they would do that every turn yeah and it was every turn. obnoxious so now it's okay we've only got to deal with it at lvo and then that's it Dave. right and then it goes away so that's fine um yeah so then those are going to go away um nothing else changed oh venom throps went up and zone throps went up zone throps are 70 no. points a model that hurts yeah, there's 20 points. They're good. Increase. They're not that good. Well, you see, the thing is, and I think this is justified, um, they do kick out mortal wounds, but their main power is that they let the, the army access having a, an army-wide invulnerable save. Yeah. Because of the psychic imperative. Yeah, but you only do it once a turn, or once per game. Yeah, but it's still so significant that I think it is worth, because you're always going to run one unit, right? Yeah, that's true. As a Tyranid play, they could probably put the points up even more, and you'd probably still consider running one unit just to get that one turn of invuns. Um, we just don't see multiple units uh, often, like we have been seeing recently, with you know two to three units of Zoanthropes um, and a few Malisets just absolutely nuke everything off the board with more wounds. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They they suddenly thought they were thousand suns for a second. All right, uh, well, looking at heavy supports. Yep, Carnifexes have gone up. Uh, I think ten to five, ten five or ten points. Um, Hive guard went up. I that one baffles me. Um, yeah, that seems like it's it's one codex too late because we were dealing with Hive guard <laughs> before you know being spammed in the last in the eighth edition codex. Yeah. but yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Tyrannofix has gone up. Fair enough, it's quite big and tough. Yeah, um, uh, and the harpies heavy venom cannon options have gone up. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, okay. All right. And then All the right. synaptic enhancement physiology was the only mm. one that got touched. Yeah, it's 15 now rather than 10. I think it should always have been 15 because it's an auto-take. Yeah. Uh, making one of your monsters synapse does so much for the, the rest of the book, like so much keys off synapse that uh, it's worth slamming in every list. Yeah. What would you st- what do you what do you think normally you stick it on? I mean, cuz a lot of the a lot of the big characters already are psychers, so or synapse. Yeah, characters. for me I put it on a Screamer Killer. Oh, okay. Um, because then I can send the Screamer Killer up, and when you've got the, the invulnerable save imperative from the Zoes, um, you can get a four-up invulnerable monsters. So it means that turn, that uh, creature's got a four-up invulnerable, and two next to it have as well. But it also means that you can send off um, a unit of Hormigants running with a Screamer Killer following them, and they won't fail morale, which is nice. Okay. All right. Tracks. Uh, Gene Steer Colts. Again, I'm not familiar enough with this codex to know, but there's a lot of red all over this. Yeah, it's all drops, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, a few of the characters have had drops. The Acolyte Hybrids, the Heavy Rock Saw, has, uh, is five points now rather than 10. Demolition Charge is five points rather than 10. 
all of the cult icons across all the units are now just flat 10 points each. They used to be 20. Um, so the ability to bring back more models is, is going to be prevalent probably in all of these lists. Um, and a lot of weapons became free in some of these units. Neophyte hybrids, they're like the guardsman equivalent, going to get all of their smaller special weapons for free, um, which is, yeah, okay. very good. Aberrants were 30 points, now 27 each. So uh, a saving of 30 points if you took 10, uh, which is very, very nice. Abominance down a few points. Clamorous down a few points. Metamorphs, their icons changed. That's about it. Um, and yes, a few of the other characters have gone down. The Atalan Jackals, though, they did go up. Okay. So they were 12 points each. Now they're 15. And the Wolf Quad is a bit more expensive as well. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I would say the, if the bikes went down, I'm shocked because the bikes are one of their best yeah. units. Yeah. Um, especially with now the changes to binary enemy lines. Mm-hmm. So, all right. And then um, the, actually the Goliaths uh, have got free upgrades now. That, that's not insignificant. Okay. Uh, and the Ridge Runners. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what Wargi you take on the Goliaths or Ridge Runners. Yeah, they've all got the same points cost. Wait, is it the... Oh, the Ridge Runners are the trucks. The Jackals are the bikes. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. The Jackals are the bikes. The Ridge Runner is the Jeep. That's right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. And then uh, that's about it. Then there's the unaligned fortifications, which nobody has seen since mid-7th edition. Yeah. And if you do want to know what a Forge World thing costs, um, I'm sure you can trawl through and have a look at yourself. As far as I'm aware, very, very little has changed Forge World-wise. And no, sorry, Space Marines and Chaos Marines stream players. They haven't got rid of the, it costs you one CP to take something that you've had in the warp the entire time (laughs) um, in your army list. Yeah. Oh, wow. Greater Brass Scorpion is 430 points for the three people that care. Um, so that is it. That's a, that's a lot of information that we just dumped all you guys in, in the last mm. hour. I hope it was not too much mm. of a, they're saying numbers. I've gone cross-eyed. So, um, but the, the point is that, you know, the big takeaways are, um, the, the units that were overperforming Tyranids, chaos, certain chaos factions, um, Tau got slightly touched. The, the, the big change there is the, the two most languishing Factions, Admech and Space Marines got a lot of discounts. Of course, yeah. Um, Space Marines also lost AOC, but I think that the the Space Marines are still a big winner in the in, mm-hmm. in the final balance. Yeah. And a lot of it because AOC is gone, right? <laughs> and yeah, because also in the mirror, they bolters are going to be better now because you're not when you're yep. going into the other things that have AOC. You don't, you know, your your, your basic guns are going to be better now. Um, and then Admac, I think, are the biggest winners. They got huge points cuts. Yeah, they got a five up invuln on some of their stuff. They got core on breach on Catafron stuff. I think Admac, we're gonna see a serious. We should see a serious resurgence of of Admac. Yeah. I, I would expect. I to. expect Richard yeah. Siegler to start showing up with Admac again <laughs> very shortly. Um, so that's it for now. Uh, let's real quick cut over to James for a battle ready segment. All right, James, welcome back for another Battle Ready segment. And this week, we got to talk about some terrain. The uh, The new boarding action uh, set of terrain is coming out, and it looks fantastic. How should we paint this? 
Uh, really well first things first that terrain is uh, is absolutely awesome uh, really really cool idea to that, to that game as well I think the fact you can actually fight within ships so like you've got every part of the game now you can fight on a planet you can fight obviously uh, you know a larger scale or bigger scale obviously with like the Titanicus and you can fight inside a ship as well so it's awesome all we need now is Battlefield Gothic uh, hint hint get, bring it out um, so uh, so, <laughs> so so um, uh, ships obviously look you've got to take into consideration what type of vessel you're fighting on is it a Mechanicum ship is it a ship that's been like desolate for a while is it a hulk is it you know uh, a astartes cruiser or, or ship is it you know there's all those different kinds of things that's before we talk about environment is it powered down is this is like is that the uh like the different lighting effects i've seen some of the artwork of some of the things that got like different kind of lighted the rooms are lit differently in some parts of the ship and things like that it's you've got to think fighting on a ship is a really enclosed environment it's kind of like um it's almost like a submarine, like you know, in the in the how tight it looks, obviously, and how close the combat will be between sort of things. So there's loads of things that will would get rubbed and damaged from contact as well. Like in other in other sort of episodes, we've spoken about weathering on on things, and um, all those things are really important to add that sort of depth of narrative and and and, and feel about the about the sort of terrain. Screens are they damaged? Are they cracked? Are they lit up? Are there lighting effects off of screens? All those kind of things. Buttons, dials. Are there chevrons on specific doors? Warning symbols like you can have loads of fun with transfers on on them as well to put like different different sort of room numbers or corridor numbers or corridor names and things like that so really add that immersion and level of depth to that to, just because it's a bit of terrain and you're playing on it doesn't mean it shouldn't have that that level of interest that 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 really makes you buy into the game that you're playing way more if you follow me um you know i think there's so much opportunity for weathering and so much opportunity for like osl and lighting effects from screens and dials and buttons um that's before we talk about like pipes a lot of them have got pipes and corridor and cabling and stuff like that you know you can do chevrons on the pipes you can do uh you know uh, maybe sort of like detritus and grime running out and there's a cracked pipe you could freehand like some crack or damage on a pipe and then have some ooze or something coming out of it there's You've got to think about the environment that you're fighting in and, and, and add that level of immersion to your game by actually investing a bit of time in making the scenery that you're fighting over and on interesting for your miniatures to be within. Um, so, yeah. Well, just to quickly jump in there, sorry, Dave, is to, um, if you said like you could literally be fighting on the inside of your Ultramarines cruiser, right? So you could yeah, yeah, yeah. paint it, you know, Ultramarines blue um, and then obviously you do a little bit of weathering, bit of rusting, bit of those sort of like chip damage. But there is a lot of terrain. So if somebody wanted just to do like, okay, maybe they've got a weekend and they think, right, I've got to get this done um, in a weekend. What would be your advice to get this done as quickly as possible? And then at a later stage, they could go back and, you know, I think putting some transfers on could be a really cool way of just um, quickly adding more details and stuff and doing the chevrons and the buttons and the screens. But what would be like just your technique you would use to just get down as much color as quickly as possible? Yeah, I mean, like, it's, you know, dry brushing is one of the best ways, especially on terrain, because it's got all those different bits of detail that protrude, whether you're doing the met like metallics, you can have it, you could have the terrain painted in literally half a day if you've just done undercoat black. Uh, maybe do your dark gun metal like lead belcher with a sort of bolt gun metal first color and then literally just do it do a, an overbrush or dry brush of like a bright silver you could you could get it done pretty quick you know um you know and, and you may even have some time to do a little bit of like sort of washes and just add some sort of like oil here and bits and bobs and things like that so yeah really dry brushing is the best way um you know if you're unless you're doing like a display piece or something like that you i, I would wouldn't probably approach doing scenery in like a box art heavy metal style personally i'd, I'd do it more gritty 
dry brushed, weathered and that kind of way. That's why I, I, I do it. Yeah, this the one I went for for our terrain is I basically primed it all black and then did some random with the airbrush like splodges of white uh, yeah. for like a xenophore highlight. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. then um, and mainly from like a downward angle as well. So then when I put like just a muted orange all over it, like a rusty color, I've got like a real rust feel going on. But obviously yeah, where yeah. it's whiter, that uh, orange really is much more vibrant and brighter. And yeah. then I dry brush the whole thing silver. Um, and then I dry brush the whole thing black because then the black over the silver kind of takes the edge off it a little bit. Yeah, um, totally. And that was a nice little thing for a, um, you know, a more rusty one. But I really like your idea about going blacks, you know, dark, silver, silver. And then that's super quick, isn't it? That's great. Yeah, it's Love really it. quick. And then you could even just put some transfer, gloss it, put some transfers on it. And you, and that, the transfers would actually add way more value to the metallics that you put on there anyway. So, so yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Well, thanks so much, mate. I like the terrain because you can you can tell a story with your terrain. So is this, are you in a, is, are you taking, because you could do, there's a lot of opportunity there to do like you're invading a Nurgle battle cruiser. And yeah, so you, is, yeah. you could do all that kind of stuff. And then this is where you can go into your bits box and pull out like leftover bits of demon or tyranid or whatever. Or is this a space Hulk that's been overrun by Gene Steelers? Or like you, or like Steve said, is this an Ultramarines thing where it's going to be super clean and pristine for the most part? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can you imagine doing one, a World Eaters one, which is like covered in gore and yeah. like remains in just, you know, oh, yeah. Angron's, Angron's ran through and he's already just tore everyone to pieces. Just blood skulls, splatter up the walls. Yeah, piles of skulls everywhere. I yeah, wish you I'd go through that four now. bottles of a Blood for the Blood Cod paint, you know, on one set. Yeah. And then you get, is it like people use glue to create like that kind of... um you know, like sticky glue when it all drips yeah, yeah. out and stuff. And then how do you, how is that? You mix, you mix blood for the blood god or any kind of like blood equivalent with, uh, with you who it's the yellow packet, you who glue. Um, and as it dries, you just pull it and it sets. It's really easy to do, but it's, it's fun. It's really cool. I'm doing it. Literally doing that. I can't wait. No, thanks James. That's awesome. All good. Very cool. All right. Thanks James. Um, we will now close out the rest of the episode. All right, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for, again, giving us your time and your attention. It is a busy month with all the new releases that GW's, um, you know, dropping on us. Obviously, we've got World Leaders coming up. Um, like I said, my my guess, my uninformed guess, and I'm not trying to spread rumors. I'm just going off of what Warcom has shown, and I'm guessing. Um, we should probably see uh, World Leaders drop, I would say, probably by mid-February. That's my guess. Mike, don't say anything. You have an NDA. Um, and then, um, yeah. And then, so we've talked about all that stuff. I'm looking forward to world leaders. We will have, um, we're going to try to, to, I don't think we're going to get an episode in when we're at LVO. Certainly though, keep track of Instagram because, um, Steve loves to, um, uh, live stream and, and, and put stuff up there. Mike and I are going to yeah. try to do the same thing too. So we're trying to yep. keep you guys updated at least on our social media. Um, I don't think like expect a selfie. Finally. Me and Dave. Oh yeah. Oh no no no. There's I am I am so excited to be in the same room with you and and <laughs> the fact that we're living in a house together for four days. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. And then there's some talk of of if we have spare time of what we're gonna do in our spare time. Um. Mm -hmm. So doing a little sightseeing, get over to the Hoover Dam and all that stuff. So I'm excited to show you, um, what is one of the scummier parts of the U.S. Um. I mean, one of the more <laughs> famous parts of the U.S. Vegas. And um. Yeah, no, dude, it's going to be a great time. And so we will be updating you guys that way. And then certainly um, we will get back to recording the week after LVO. 
because Mike's going to be there starting on Monday in Vegas. I'm flying out there on Wednesday, so recording will be just shot for next week. So um, this episode should drop, though, the week that we're heading off there to LVO. So uh, the week after, we'll get to recording. So in the meantime, we'll, we will miss you all for a couple of weeks, but keep coming. Keep dropping those rules letter questions and the Facebook page. Keep track of us on Instagram. It's going to be a great time. LVO is going to be very exciting. So just keep tuning in everywhere you can. And then uh, that'll be it, folks. We'll be we'll be talking to you in a couple of weeks. Until then, this is Dave Calmel for Michael Costello saying, "Magic is the bloodstream of the universe. Forget all you know or think you know. All that you require is your intuition, which is sometimes not unlike 40k. Anyway, have a great couple of weeks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>